Every 68 seconds, someone in America is sexually assaulted. I am one of those people, and maybe you are too. If you're anything like me, you have burning questions, shame, guilt, and maybe fear weighing down on you at all hours of the day. Whether something terrible happened to you yesterday or 40 years ago, we all deal with the lasting effects of abuse and trauma of all kinds. To my fellow survivors, thank you for being here. Thank you for being courageous enough to just listen. To those who know a survivor, thank you for being willing to learn. To my listeners who aren't either of those things, thank you for supporting us by listening and learning. Every podcast episode I record has the possibility of being difficult for some of my listeners to hear, so be easy on yourself. Pick a time and place that suits you best, and don't be afraid to pause something and come back later when you found the courage to do so. I love you all, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Let's dive in. What's up, you guys? It's Courtney with Every 68 Seconds. I'm so happy that you are still listening. Today is episode number 10, which is pretty crazy. That means I've been doing this for 10 weeks, and that is over two months. That blows my mind. Um, It's honestly been pretty difficult at times to continue with this, but uh, it is obviously very important to me that I keep going, and when I don't want to record or when I don't want to think about things or whatever it might be, um, I make sure that I keep doing it and keep going because it's just really important that I am here for the people who need me and who need um, this podcast and need encouragement or whatever it might be from me and, you know, the reason that you listen to me Um, and not to like you know, glorify me, but just to hope that, you know, y'all are getting some good from my podcast and from, you know, the subjects that I talk about. So despite how difficult it might have been at times, it's also been very fun and honestly very life-changing for me. And what's the word? I'm not even sure the word. It's just been a blessing though. Um, to have had the privilege of doing this, um, and having listeners, you know, listen to the podcast episodes. And I've loved hearing how you guys have, you know, responded to these episodes and I've gotten quite a few, you know, messages and responses of just people that have felt really related to, or really touched or encouraged by things that I've, um, talked about on here. So anyways, I really just appreciate you guys because you're the only reason that I'm here, seriously. And if it weren't for all of your encouragement, I probably would have quit after like episode three. So (laughs) I'm really glad that I'm here at episode 10. Most podcasts, um, like hosts, they quit before episode seven or after episode seven. So I got past the seven threshold, and here we are, episode 10. Um, with that in mind, I think that my next step is going to be taking a little break for the holidays, coming back in January, and I'm going to start season two. And my plan is to have season two be all interviews, if I can at least. I'm going to try my best to get some interviews going with different people. And the first one is going to be with my husband, Daniel, and we're going to be talking about, um, 
kind of like the dynamic of how a significant other can help and also not help in our healing process as survivors of abuse and trauma. So yeah, he's going to be giving a lot of insight, which I'm really excited about because he really has learned a lot as he's been my significant other through my whole situation and abuse and all those things. So anyways, all that to say, let's get into today. Last week we talked about how our triggers are, our triggers are our responsibility. (laughs) It's a hard sentence to say. Um, and today, honestly, I did not have an idea of what to talk about today until like a little bit ago. I can only think of this one topic. I tried thinking of others. They didn't feel right, which is kind of what I did last week too. I think about all these different ideas that don't feel right. And then I, you know, think of this one specific idea that just feels like it's the right time. And it relates to something that I actually posted on social media earlier, and I'm not going to go into like all of that stuff, but the kind of idea and the premise of it is the same. So today I want to talk to you all about labels and how when survivors of trauma and abuse label ourselves, when we label ourselves or allow other people to label us, it can actually prevent us from healing and it keeps us in this state of like victimhood and hurt. And I mean, a huge part of why I created this podcast is so that y'all can start healing from what has happened to you and what has been done to you. That was never your fault. And I don't think any of us can really heal from things until we start realizing the labels that we put on ourselves and that we allow other people to put on us that are not true. And, um, obviously I use the word like victim, uh, in my podcast episodes to talk about, you know, the actual situations where, um, there's a victim and and an abuser, because I think using those terms is very important. Um, but if we all, you know, continue to use this word victim, which is just one example of a label. Obviously, that puts us in this state of mind of victimhood where we don't have power in the situation because as a victim, that's normally what that means, right? That's somebody that doesn't have power in the situation and there's another person, some kind of perpetrator or abuser that has the power in the situation. And so if you continue to think of yourself as a victim, let's say, Um, just one example of a label that people who've been through this kind of thing will, you know, put on themselves. It, it kind of makes sense why somebody who continues to call themselves or believe that they are a victim, it, it makes sense why they wouldn't be able to heal from what they've gone through and continue to feel as though they are not in, in control and they don't have any power, um, in that situation after the fact, And it also can keep people in relationships where they are a victim of abuse because they continue to label themselves as a victim, um, which they technically are, but you know what I mean? In that mindset of I'm a victim and I don't have power or control of this situation. So anyways, not sure where I'm going with that, but my whole point is that we as survivors of abuse and trauma 
specifically sexual trauma, can tend to take these labels that either our abusers gave us or society gives us or that we give ourselves and ruminate on these specific labels and, you know, put them on our forehead. And sometimes we can actually hide behind them and use them as like kind of this suit of armor where it feels safe and protective. And if we have these, you know, labels on us, (laughs) then we don't really have to face change. We don't have to change anything about the way that we're living. We don't have to face the fact that our healing is in our control. And so we stay in this state of like victimhood, I guess. I I feel like there's a better word for that, but um, we, you know, hide behind these labels and we just pretend like it's serving us, (laughs) but it's not. Um, And the reason is because, you know, our brain wants to be safe. And so if we're going to change anything about our state of mind or the way that we're living, our brain is automatically going to want to protect us from that because change is, is always risk, right? And with risk, sometimes comes hurt. And our brain doesn't want us to be hurt or unsafe. So it makes sense why we want to maybe keep some of these labels Um, victim being one of them. I'm trying to think of other labels. For me, my labels that I gave myself were probably stupid, unworthy, um, like too trusting. Um, what else? I don't really, I can't, I'm trying to think of other ones. I should have probably thought of these beforehand, but I'm sure if I asked you, you know, some labels, what are the labels that you've given yourself because of your abuse or your trauma? I'm sure you'd be able to think of some like off the top of your head. And those are the labels that I want to directly address. Whatever those labels are for you. Um, it is so important that we we need to address these labels, write them down. Like I literally want you to write the label down or labels if there's more than one. And I want you to write them down because when we write things down, it brings realness to it. The longer it's in our brain and we just kind of like leave it in there, we can almost trick ourselves into thinking it doesn't really exist, right? That's kind of how this whole label thing works is we we pretend it's not even there, but we know that it is because it's changing the way that we think and then the way that we act to other people. And sometimes we, like, I know that some of my labels caused me to, especially the victim one, um, caused me to almost like give myself a pass for treating other people poorly. Like, well, I had something done to me and I'm a victim and, um, power, you know, power and control were taken from me. And so I have the right to take control and power of certain situations and just be rude to people or, you know, let my anger out because I deserve to be able to do that or whatever. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So take those labels, write them down. And I want you to like, look at them right in, you know, with your eyes on the paper and be like, okay. 
Am I really these things? And I want you to think of all the other parts of your life that have nothing to do with what you've gone through, have nothing to do with your trauma. Think about who you were before your trauma. Maybe it was a long time ago, so maybe you don't remember necessarily. But think about you in every situation other than your trauma and the abuse that you've experienced and ask yourself, am I really stupid? Am I really a victim? Am I really, um, what was the other ones I was talking about? A coward, maybe one could be one. I think that's something that I told myself was that I was a coward for not being able to stand up to my abuser you know, things like that. Like, am I really those things in other parts of my life? And odds are you aren't and you haven't been. But because of this abuse and trauma, you suddenly believe that these things are true. And I'm speaking to you guys as I'm speaking to myself. Of course, you know, I've had those same labels that I've spoken to myself and that I've been spoken to by my abuser and that I for some reason believed because of these situations. Um, and just, just realize, I guess that the longer we keep these labels and allow what's happened to us by people who took advantage, um, and have their own issues that, you know, whatever. But as long as we keep these labels from these people, that have done terrible things to us, the longer they have power over us. We think that they only had power in the moments that they abused us. But if you're allowing labels that they gave you or labels that come from that abuse to continue to define you, and I'm speak again, I'm not like ranting at you guys, I'm speaking to myself as well. The long, like if you if you keep those labels after the fact and you still believe them and you still define yourself as those labels, that that abuser, that person, they still have power over you now. And I know that's hard to hear, and I know that none of us want those people to have power over us anymore. And obviously it's not physical power, I guess, um, like they had in those moments when they abused us, but it's almost like mental and spiritual and emotional, right? It's almost like they still have these pieces of our brain and it's hard to come to terms with that and admit that, but unfortunately it might be true for a lot of us. I know there's, there's some ways that I still allow labels that my abuser gave me to define me and I'm still working on those things honestly it's not something you can just turn off and on but what I'm trying to get at is we have to realize the labels that we put on ourselves and that we've had people put on us and not ignore them and not allow them to excuse our behavior and not hide behind them because the longer we do that the longer we are keeping ourselves from going into that healing process and the longer that our abusers have that control of us right they have the control of how we live our life and how we think about ourselves and how freaking sad that any of us 
would allow our abuser to change the way or continue to change the way that we think about ourselves. And that makes me sad to say that because I know that there are so many ways that I've allowed um, my abuser's words and actions to change how I think about myself. And thank God, like, actually thank God that I've, you know, been able to change some of those things, but it's a process you have to continually work on. Like, I literally have to wake up every day and fight against these, you know, labels and identifiers that were given to me or put inside my head, you know, by that person. And it's actually funny because not only did I read about labels today, I also listened to a podcast about identity and like where we get identity from. Um, And so I guess that's why I talked about this today. But anyway, I feel like that's pretty much all I had to say on that. But my main point is just think about the labels that you've put on yourself in relation to your abuse. Think about the labels that your abusers have either told you or put into your brain through their manipulation and abuse and you you just have to it, it's hard it's it's not easy but you just have to look at them at the at like face value come to terms with those labels write them down and start to fight against them like you have to just fight against it every day you're going to wake up some days and think i'm a victim of this or i am um, unworthy or whatever it is, unlovable, you're going to think those things. And maybe that came from your abuse that you've experienced, but gosh, I just, I just hope that we can look at those things and begin to fight against those because they are not true. Those are lies. And the sooner we start to look at them, the sooner they will go away. Because if we keep ignoring them, they'll just stay there in your head and they'll never leave. So anyways, that's pretty much all I had to say. And I know it's a little short one today, probably because this was very on a whim, but it's just what was on my heart to share with you guys, which I actually kind of prefer these ones where I just kind of, here we go. And I talk to you about it. Um, But yeah, I just hope that y'all would, you know, Think about these labels that you've put on yourself that you continually believe because of your abuse. And I, and I hope that you just, you know, take a look at those things and start to fight against them daily and remind yourself who you really are. So I hope to, uh, hear from you guys on Instagram or whatever it might be. I hope that this helped you or, you know, touched you in some kind of way. And I really do hope that you start to, you know, change the labels that you've either put on yourself or that somebody else has put on you. Um, And if you are somebody that is willing to be a guest on my podcast and just chat with me about things or share your story or whatever it might be, I would love to talk with you. So please like slide into my DMs on Instagram And maybe we can get you onto my podcast for next season. That would be super awesome. Um, But 
anyway, I think this is the last episode of the season, of the first season. Who knows? Maybe I'll hop back on next week. I don't know. But it's Christmas season. Like, maybe not. So, yep. Thanks for uh, coming along for the ride. I know I'm not as organized. And honestly, I'm normally very organized in other life, in other ways or places of my life. So this is pretty weird that I'm not super organized with this. But I kind of enjoy it, honestly. So anyways, I keep saying anyways, but... I'm actually going to go now, but thank you so much for listening and supporting me, and I will see you guys in January, probably. Have a great Christmas season. Hello, hello. It's me again. Uh, I wanted to just end this with a request from y'all. First of all, I would really appreciate some suggestions for future episode topics. I'd love to hear about what you would love to hear from me. And also, I'd really, really, really appreciate if you could share this on your social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, Share this because I know there's people out there who are just like you that could really benefit from listening to this kind of podcast. Uh, Another thing I would really appreciate is if you guys could go on to Apple Podcasts and if you loved this episode and are excited to hear more from me, you could just put a review on there. Um, I would just really appreciate that because it would show Apple that, you know, I have a listening and people are interested in what I have to share. So yeah, thank you guys so much and I'll see you next week.